Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it's wonderful to have your company today for episode <laughs> This week on Toy Power, we're going to take a spoiler-free look at some of the wonderful shows that are on TV at the moment on our streaming services, and then we'll jump into some show and tell. Joining me today in the Toy Power Studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. It belongs in a museum. And Darren. It's great to be with you all. <laughs> all right, now look, there is a lot of fantastic television to digest at any one time. Too much. With all, you can't keep up, right? It's it's unless you are a professional movie and television <laughs> review and you do this for a living you just can't keep up with the content that's coming out but we thought we'd take a bit of a pause to reflect on some of the superhero superhero based shows that are out there at the moment and because you know like we say maybe not everyone has consumed all this so mm. no spoilers but just sort of thoughts number of episodes what we're getting ourselves into and if we've got any recommendations yeah. for our listeners we're going to kick it off with probably the big one that's been doing the rounds Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is streaming on Disney+. Plus. This was billed very much as a movie in six parts. Mm -hmm. Movie production standards. We know Disney is doing some great stuff in terms of their production. Obviously, it's got all the cast from the movies. Anthony Mackie in there, Sebastian Stan. So, really, really good quality. Six episodes. First of all, who's seen it? Oh, I was about to put yes. my hands up. Uh, yeah, it doesn't it, work in this format. Uh, I think I'm the I think I'm the odd, odd, odd one out. I've seen one episode, all right, but haven't gone back to check out the rest. What What do we think of this show? I know we've had a few comments in the past that probably this was originally intended to be Marvel's first release mm -hmm. in yep, kind of getting Disney Plus, yeah. Disney Plus going, and WandaVision ended up coming out first. Does this play it maybe a little bit safe in terms of? The story got something so different from WandaVision, both visually and aesthetically, and yep. all those, you know, those sort of things were quite unique. Does this play it like I, a, a pretty standard buddy cop film? Um, yeah, you go. I think I, I like this film because it keeps the uh, the underlying story of the Marvel universe keeps going. Yep. In the sense of the Avengers at a, at its heart, with Captain America sort of not whilst he's not in the show. His shield and he's talked about you know, constantly. Yeah. yeah, legacy is the yeah. word. Yeah, he casts a shadow over the whole thing. Yeah, so I think that's fantastic. Uh, I think the uh, acting and everything is great, bar the uh, what's the girl's name, the bad villain. Oh, again. The, She's the leader of the flag, yeah. which is Carly. Yep. Yeah, I think her acting is a little bit jumpy at times and mm. I felt that she's sort of oh she's super evil and then she's like oh well, but I've got time to have a cup of tea sort of thing and then <laughs> then I'm evil again and oh but you know now I'm sad and I just like what well, the hell people yeah. get you're, 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 you're either bad or not I think the person that stole the show was uh, Baron Zemo, Baron Zemo yeah, yeah, for sure he was, he was the uh, he yeah. was the 
the person that I didn't know I needed to see, but, yep. you know, so he was awesome. Dominic Brawl. I thought he carked it at the end of uh, Civil War. No, no. He's, or does he just uh, sort of fade uh, off into the background? Um, I think the very last thing you see of him in Civil War is he's happy at the fact that Iron yeah, Man they're fighting and Cap are trying to kill each other. Yep. And he goes, cool, my job's here is done. And he has a chat with Black Panther and he tries to off himself, basically. And ah. then Black Panther stops him. He goes, no, no, no. I think the living are not done with you or something is the line. And basically knocks him out. And right. it's assumed that he's just put in prison okay. and these sorts of things. That, that's so. where he starts off, isn't it? At the start of the show, he's in prison and they sort of break him out to interrogate him and get more oh, information out of him. Is that right? Yeah, we weren't doing spoilers, but sure. No, 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 oh, but, so, but that's not really a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in the show, and yeah, yeah you, when you see him in Winter, Falcon and Winter Soldier, he is imprisoned, and for plot device, they need him to, you know, progress the story, yeah, right, basically. Yeah. Now, there is, I haven't seen it again, but uh, there were some memes going around about a certain dance sequence. Um, <laughs> for whatever reason, they end up in some place where there's a, a, it's a dance thing, and there's a very quick few seconds shot of Zemo just... You know, right. Mac, Mackie and that are going, all right, we need to talk to this person and they're in, located in his club. Yep. Zemo doesn't care. He's getting his groove right. on. He's okay. got the waggle finger happening. Yep. And it became this big fan thing where people were just like, release, hashtag release the Zemo cuts. <laughs> right, uh, with an which, hour of that. Yeah, to yeah, which right. Disney, to their credit, the official Disney Twitter and Instagram responded with, the, the bit that we actually made the yep. final cut and then all the alternate takes and camera angles oh, that right. never actually were made the show. Yeah, okay. And, and even that told only goes for about two minutes. Okay, right. <clears throat> um, but then they looped it and put it as a 10-hour <laughs> track on YouTube with, oh, with the fat beats going. So, so good. I love that. Very, very good viral marketing. Trent, to your question about does it play it safe, I would argue yes. And I think part of that is because of the original intended order of these where it was going to be the first... It was going to be that soft intro. Here's everything you love about the MCU, but in a television format, it's we're not going to rock the boat too much. And I'm going to be wrong, there's some great story moments in the show. Again, we're sort of dancing around it a bit with non-spoilers, but I think it also suffered from coming after WandaVision, which was this wonderful mystery box of... It, it was lost before it got crap sort of thing uh, that was WandaVision. And Falcon and Winter Soldier coming after that, you sort of go... From from two episodes in, you go, all right, I, I can tell you how this is going to play out. And I was n rarely wrong. Whereas WandaVision, all these wonderful theories, it's Mephisto and all this other crap, and we were all pleasantly surprised with, with that. So I feel it plays a little safe. You're right, I think, though, Ben, I think the performances were all great. Um, seeing Isaiah in there, who, those who know the Marvel history, he's a really quite a, an interesting character. There's also a few little setups for potentially a Young Avengers kind of thing down the line. Marvel are very good at, you know, putting in these little teasers and then bringing it back years later. Yeah, Zemo would be the standout character by far. Darren, what are your thoughts? I really enjoyed it. It does play it safe, I think, but I think it's still solid. It's, it's definitely well acted, as everyone said. It's, it's well put together and, and it's film-style production values, which on television is quite rare. You know, although not as rare as it used to be. Yeah, no, look, I really enjoyed it and and keen to see, you know, what comes next for these characters. We, you know, without giving away spoilers, it does set things up for the future and I'm mm. looking forward to seeing where they take it next. Mm, very, very good. All right, the next one we're going to talk... Oh, no, before we do that, we want a rating out of 19 for people that have seen it and we're going to talk toys. Well, we're a toy show. We're so. a toy show. So does so this should. show every, every, have toys? Everything leads back to toys. Uh, ben, for <laughs> you, for you, rating out of nineteen. So rating, I'm going to give it 
14. Yeah, I, I'd probably go... Yeah, 14 is probably pretty fair. Yeah. I'm going to go 14 and a half. Oh, There's nice. a couple of things that disappointed me with it, mm. but obviously I don't want to get into that because it's spoilers. Sure. Could have got higher had it not been for those things. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And Marvel Legends are doing a lot of the... I think all the main characters from this, we're, we're certainly getting the the Falcon in his new outfit, yep. I guess. Uh, we're getting the Bucky Barnes. Um, yeah, we're getting, is there a Bar- there's a Baron there's Zemo a Baron as well. Zemo. Yeah. I think they had to do Baron Zemo. Uh, after... Does he come with the finger waggle? I want the <laughs> I, finger point. Otherwise, good... I can get a Harrison Ford figure <laughs> and swap out the hand. Uh, and he's like the sprinkler and all those other yes. classic dad <laughs> dance moves. Yep. Um, yes, yeah, so we get a Baron Zemo. We get a, a US agent or a John... I forget the actual character's name. John something or other. The guy who is the new Captain America anyway. Yep. But they also, in that way... John, dealt... Johnny, John Walker, isn't it? John yeah, Walker, John, yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, not a, that not guy's a... an excellent actor, by the way. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell's son, is he? Yeah, I'm not I think sure. He is. Oh, yeah, because I remember going, you're kidding, that's Kurt Russell and Goldie Horn's kid. Mm, doesn't not as good looking at his dad as his dad is. I got to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it works for the character. He he was really well done. Uh, but also in that wave, we get uh, the characters from Wonder Vision. You get the yes. White Vision. You get uh, Wanda herself, and you also get Loki, which is interesting considering the show hasn't even premiered. Yep. So, um, yes, a pretty pretty solid wave. If you if uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is your poison, very very good. All right, next show that is doing the rounds on Amazon Prime is Invincible. This is an eight-episode series. And the good news is, if you liked what you saw of Invincible, season two and three are already green lit. And in case you're living under a rock, this is an animated series yes, animated. as opposed to a live action. So, But like like I said, we but gave it... It's longer than the traditional animated series, doesn't it? Yeah, the are... they're forty minutes, forty-four yeah, 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 minutes yeah, yeah, or so. Right, yeah, so yeah, they, they yeah. are episode episode length, I guess, like yeah. like live action. Uh, we talked briefly about this in a previous podcast, and I think for me the voice talent is fantastic. And I always forget the name. J.K. Simmons is mm-hmm. um, I know him always as J. Jonah Jamison <laughs> from done, Spider-Man, he's but he's stuff, done but he's yeah. done lots of great <laughs> stuff. Um, he is fantastic in this. Steals the show for me, but. Some some amazing talent throughout this. So who's who's seen it? Has everyone yep. seen the? I have eight? not seen yes. any of it, to be honest. Okay, you've, you've seen it, Darren. I have. Yeah, I've seen all of it. Absolutely. This is this is my pick of these uh, shows. I think this is number one. Uh, I got to go. Invincible. Invincible is the key character. You know, he is the star. The the show is named after him. That, There's no show without him. That's right. Um, without getting too deep into the you know spoilers and things like. This is uh, this had heart. This had violence. This had uh, real life, you know, decision making and it's like a no oh, rated crap. cartoon for those. That yeah, don't yeah. know that. Just spend any money if you've got kids. Yep, yeah, yeah. Don't you do not watch it with kids because <laughs> it gets pretty visceral. Uh, this had what uh, I felt Wonder Vision had, like the whole heart aspect. And mm. oh, I wonder what's going to happen next week. Oh, you're leaving me on a cliffhanger. I'm oh, like, nice. you know, chewing at the bit to get to the next episode. Whereas uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm like, oh, cool, Falcon and the Winter Soldier's up tonight, full stop, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Uh, But uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a family show. This is certainly not, as I said before. Uh, I just thought this was just so cool. It was so good, I almost wanted to go out and buy the comics. That's how 
you know, good. It's, it, you think of the boys, but animated mm. and more superpowers, more characters deeper into the universe and things and a bit faster paced than the boys. I mm. dare say, because it's animated, they're allowed to put more characters in to the background and things yep. that, you know, they can just jump in and out. Uh, and uh, I'm just so hyped that it's signed up for two and three because the very last episode gives you a bit of a, a cinema role of characters that you might see in season two and three you know some that you saw during the season and others that oh that's a new that's a new species or that's a new character or or he looks cool or wonder what that person's doing and things yeah very very cool highly highly recommend couldn't agree more i thoroughly enjoyed it love the animation as well i think the animation is just absolutely top notch and yeah story's great Characters are great. I'm I'm trying to remain spoiler free, but also not duplicate everything Ben said. Yeah, it's such a quality production, you know, and and you know, great cast and and that. Like, I can't wait to see seasons two and three drop. Yep, goes in some really interesting directions, and it's got some very interesting concepts that it explores. And I think Ben, as you said, it is a coming of age story. So a bit you know, like Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Guy gets his powers, but. The, the the world that he lives in, it, this feels very real, this world. The characters are portrayed, like you said, as having real flaws, real issues. and real, consequences. Real, yeah, real, yes. real consequences yep. for what they do. Yep. And it, it felt kind of, although, you know, it's sort of like it's got a Justice League and there's like the Superman character and all that, the take on it felt fresh to me and I, I felt like constantly engaged buy it um, and constantly intrigued so I, I loved it like I said this was my go-to show on a Friday night probably and it bumped Falcon and the Winter Soldier so that's probably why I haven't caught up with that if we go standout character I really loved yeah, I love I loved the uh, the dad um, uh, Omni-Man Omni-Man I think he's great but I think the, the Invincible is played really really well and he's a really relatable character but there's there's a great cast of secondary sort of characters, all with different powers, like and, and, and ones without powers as well. Yeah. Even his uh, girlfriend uh, and things. I think she's awesome. Yep. You know, really yeah. cool character. Yep. Um, there's like Monster Girl, which is this this little girl that changes into a big Hulk-like monster, mm. and it's it's interesting. Like her power set is every time she changes, she gets younger. So she's this, <laughs> she's this little girl. So there's some like just some right. different takes okay. on things, which is interesting. Robot was cool as well. Yep, uh, his storyline was awesome. Yeah, it's just too many characters to shout out. Like the yeah, very very cool. Um, as for rating out of nineteen, I'm going to give this. Oh. You go on nineteen. Perfect oh. score. Yeah, you go on nineteen. Wow. Nineteen. Yep. Nineteen. That's how highly regarded Man. I think this okay. is. Yeah. Okay. This is my show. You know. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go just under 18. Yep. Um, um, but, it, yeah, it is very, very good. Yeah, I'm an 18 as well. Loved it. Loved it uh, a lot. Now, toys. In terms of toys, is Diamond Select doing Correct. toys? Yes. Mm-hmm. Just, which is cool. only got so... Invincible and Omni-Man at the uh, release or coming out or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But you reckon there's some older yeah, toys? Yeah, I reckon uh, McFarlane did some. Uh, they did an Atom Eve and an Invincible, and they did bloody versions of those toys. I think only two characters, but yeah, I reckon it was I reckon it was McFarlane or or in association with Image or something. Yep. But they were super limited runs. Mm. Um, I only ever saw them online. 
one one other thing that you mentioned the bloody thing every uh, title screen so every time it says invincible (laughs) it's got a bit of splatter of blood right Mm. so you see episode one and it's just a little quick paint splatter of blood Mm. and someone has captured all the you know eight episodes of the screen thing and you watch it episode one's just got the little bit Mm. episode two's got a bit more episode three's got even more and when you line them all up together episode eight is just almost all blood (laughs) like you know it's, it's crazy cool and so, there's a little gag there where someone like says his name and they're like, oh, so you're the new superhero called? And then it just, they don't say the word invincible and it cuts cut. to the title yeah, screen nice. and the blood goes over it. Nice. It's always done like that. It's kind of, <laughs> kind of funny. All right, we'll move on to the next show, which has dropped, it only dropped about a week ago, a couple of weeks ago, mm. and that is Jupiter's Legacy. That one is um, streaming on Netflix. Uh, who's seen it? I've seen about half. Half? Yeah, I've seen all of it. I haven't seen any of it yet. And okay. I'm, oh, I've finished it uh, yesterday. Yep, yep. Now, this is, again, based on a graphic novel mm-hmm. that is... The Millerverse. Millerverse, Mark, Mark yeah, Mark, yeah, Mark Miller. And it's sort of considered one of his grandest projects, uh, in terms of its its sort of depth and span and and that sort of thing, so it is is complete. So for those that don't know, M- Mark Miller is uh, from the Wanted. You know they, they did the movie, they butchered the movie, but yeah, Wanted yeah. movie. Well, it's and nothing course, like the comic. Yeah, yeah. and of course, uh, Kickass. Yep, Kickass is Mark Miller as well. So yep. they're probably his biggest known projects out there. So why is this show unique? So we again we've got the whole Justice League feel to the superpower sets and things, which is. A little bit jarring, given we've seen the boys, mm. we've seen Invincible. Now we're getting Jupiter's Ascent, uh, Legacy. Uh, I keep calling it Jupiter's Ascending, but that was another movie, <laughs> you know. And and it's just, I I think they just almost need to step back and think. Right, we need to space these superhero power sets that are very similar further apart than the think release it, dates. Do you think it's also suffering because of the release date, not so much the content itself, that it's coming, you know, part of the reason we're doing this segment is because there has been so Falcon many. and the Winter Soldier, yep. Invincible, we had the boys not that long ago. Like, there's a real thing to be said for timing. We spoke last week about our good friend Rob McCallum and he goes, is now a good time for a He-Man documentary because of all this He-Man stuff Turns out, yes, it's a really good time Everyone's for really it. Hyped exactly, of all the and the hard work. Um, but you know, I, I sort of feel like the biggest problem with this show is if this had come out six months from now, probably would have done what the boys did originally. Do you know what it's, I mean? It's interesting because I saw a graphic today. Someone had done in in this consistent art style: picture of Superman, hmm. picture of um, the boys, um, Homelander, a Homelander. Yeah. Omni Man, and then the guy from Jupiter's Leg- Legacy, all, all uh, pointing the, at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty oh, much. Just, okay. just saying that it's essentially, Same thing. A, you know, Superman, yeah. Angry Superman, you know, like <laughs> Old Man Superman, and and you know, so yeah. very, very similar character. Hmm. If this had been first, hmm. and I'll talk a little bit about production values with with what I would call tighter production values. This is what people would have been raving about, maybe instead of the boys. Yeah. But because it's come probably at the end of them and maybe it's not quite as tight and it doesn't push the envelope quite as much as maybe some of the other ones did, mm. it feels a little bit like it's hitting some of the same notes that we've seen before. Correct. Yep. We know how The Boys opens up. I think there's a there's a bank robbery sequence very early on in The Boys and Queen Maeve like stops an armoured vehicle mm. and it kind of crashes. This opens up very much in a similar way with a bank heist 
Um, or it opens up yep. with a bit of a a bit of a backstory with with um, what's he called the the main Superman guy? Old old Ulti Man? No, nah. <laughs> so is that memorable? We can't. Yeah, remember can't, the can't remember. Characters. Anyway, <laughs> su- Superman with the beard and uh, Utopian. The, the Utopian. That's right. The Utopian. <laughs> it opens up with a little you know scene with Utopian playing with his kids that have yeah. superpowers. But but essentially, its main big action sequence opening is this sort of bank robbery. Mm. It you, it looks like it's done on a budget. It like, kind of looks like some of the DC yes, movie. That's exactly DC, right. The TV shows, just, like just, just Legends that, of Tomorrow Legends and that of Tomorrow, sort of stuff. But just that maybe Little 20% better? sort of better. Yep. Like, but it's not at the quality that we've seen from the likes of Falcon, Winter Soldier, or The no. Boys and these sorts of shows. So it looks more like um, comic book superheroes on network television as opposed to... Oh, I thought it did. It's yeah. closer it to that yep. than it is movie yep. quality. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a shade better, but yep. it's it's noticeable after seeing what we've seen yep. recently. Yeah, the other thing that bugged me about this is there's two main timelines. Mm. Not really a spoiler. There's like yep. A, yep. a ye olde time, 1920s <laughs> kind of time. Origin and then, story, And then yeah. The, yeah. the modern, and it's flashback to yep. and from. And they kept the same actors playing the young versions and the old versions. But I felt so they cast like Josh Dumal mm. from Transformers. You know, he was one. I don't know what he's maybe in his mid forties. Yeah. You know, and they put a bit of makeup and the grey hair, and it's like, oh, okay, I get that. But there were others. There's this this uh, other guy that's in a wheelchair, mm. and and he look he's got a daughter that's like twenty twenty five, and he looks like younger than the yep. daughter, <laughs> even in older mode. And and there were. It was super distracting. That's a cool superpower to have. Yeah, maybe that was his power. Maybe that's what it was. I can look Is, younger. Isn't that part of it though? Because they, they, I'm presuming the normal timeline is set in the now. Yes. And they're flashing back to what the 1920s. Yes. Yeah, so so years and ago. they, yeah, yeah, they make a joke about the fact that they, oh, we've been married for 90 years and stuff. So I think part of it is that they clearly age differently. Possibly as a side effect of their power. Ma- maybe that's it. Yeah. yeah. But like but the, it is the Walt character yeah. had like he looked full, old, full prosthetics, full, full, prosthetics, yeah. full beard and everything, and it, it was just distracting when the others Would didn't look like they'd the age same, to the same degree. The same, but with grey hair. Mate, like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was a minor distraction, and I guess I felt like there. It felt a, a very cliched mm. to some extent, and that the one main point of the show, like the one kind of conflict was a very basic kind of conflict. Mm. Like, it really is about... Like, if you think to the Superman story of, you know, say Superman, maybe even Batman to some extent, or the superheroes, they generally don't kill. Mm. So a lot of this is is around, like, this code of not killing and is it relevant in today's society? And that's a great thing to explore, but when that's kind of that's the, the thrust mm. of the modern story, it, it felt like it was a little bit lacking to yep. me. It felt like it kind of almost had depth, but the depth was kind of superficial, <laughs> if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, it didn't go deep enough to me. Like, The Boys goes deep. Invincible goes deep. This felt... Watchmen went deep. Watchmen went deep. Yeah. This one felt like it didn't just quite hit the same level of interest for me. And and the backstory felt a bit jarring at times. It starts off with very much, you know, like the, the Great Depression and the fall into that. And I felt like I was watching two different two different shows from what i've seen again i'm only halfway through i find the the flashbacks really slow like uh, i'm all for having you know you have your b action sequences and they're they're largely well done in this show and then you you have your talky talky bits that sort of build character development and tension and whatever 
But I find the 1920 stuff, I'm like, okay, this is the part where I can look at my phone because I'm just, I'm not yeah. interested yep. in it. And That's not a sign, yeah, great uh, sign for a show. That- well, yeah, at one point, Ali turns to me, she goes, well, when do they, like, clearly, as I, and again, having not seen it, the flashbacks are a lead into how these lead characters got their powers. Ali turns, she goes, when are they going to get their damn powers? We're, we're three episodes in and there hasn't been even a hint of how that happened. But it's largely, like... You know, I mean, I've seen it, seen it all now, and they obviously they're going to get their like they're yeah. super powered. So yeah. in the past, they're going to get powers, mm. and and there's some interesting things about the connections of the characters as they go through the journey, sure. yeah, right? Yeah. That line up and how they need to assemble the team essentially, but it's largely irrelevant because mm. we know they've got the powers. They get the powers. It should be more about the actual conflict in the now. Right? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's a it's a bit of a it's a bit of a sunk cost in terms of the amount of time they spend on something mm. where you already know the outcome because you're watching the yeah, now yeah. and I don't know how much more it adds I guess there's a bit of character development in there mm. and there's a bit of like I am I worthy enough to have these powers yes. kind of the concept sort of thrown in but for the large part it, it does drag and, and you get to the end and you go well did I really need that amount of that time spent on that, <laughs> that arc yeah um, just circling back to the my point, uh, uh, you know, before about how reflecting about it being the Justice League, I just feel the all the characters have super, you know, human strength. Some can fly and things like that, which is great. There's just not enough unique power sets. Like, there's only one character that comes to mind who's got like a sort of a pipe thing that he can teleport. Magic scroll. Yeah, which mm. is really cool. He's cool. Yep. But yep. all the others, they're just very generic. You know, uh, you've seen super it strength, yeah, super strength, and yep. Superman type, uh, Superman type powers and things. Uh, the bad guy uh, is clearly a rip off of Dark Side and things like that. So I just feel it's it's very generic. And the the as, as Trent said, the uh, backstory to get to the final when they get the powers is just it takes a whole season to get there yeah, so right. it, it's a pretty t- rough journey mm. all right we'll do a score out of 19 ben starting with you uh probably 12 mm. well look i'm i'm halfway through so it's probably not fair but at this point yeah look i'll probably say about 12 as well like that's yeah i'm hoping hoping to bump that up as i get to the end of the season i haven't seen it so. oh yep uh, i'll i'll lock in 12 and a half mm. All right, and last one we're going to talk and about. No known toys. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. no no toys at the moment. I, I think it's a candidate for toys. Yeah, I think some I of think, the costume yeah. designs are, are different enough that you go, hang on, that's clearly not Superman yes. and stuff. I think, they, assuming you get renew, it gets renewed for a season two, I think you'll see toys. Yep. Yeah, it's got to be successful enough for someone to pursue the license, though, and that, that'll be the key, as Frank said, I think. Yeah. Renewal. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right, and the last one we're going to look at today is Yusuke, which is an anime on Netflix. I haven't seen this, but a bit, apparently it's like a, a African-American black samurai yeah. oh. in, in kind of like feudal Japan. Cool. And Yeah, he's referred to as the black samurai. Black samurai, so, yep. So, and the thing I found out about it is this is based on a real-life real life. Yep. historical figure of the same name. Mm, so That's really uh, cool. You know, it tells of the African servant, so he was a servant before he became the samurai, who served uh, Ob- Obi-Nagua during feudal Japan. The anime does a decent job depicting a few historical moments of uh, what's documented about the 16th century black samurai's life, but quickly takes creative liberties with the source material by adding powered armoured mechs, 
telekinetic humans and giant shape-shifting werebears to this epic tale. So just a few creative life gems from the just, just, just a sprinkling. Just a little <laughs> just bit. Just a dab. Blink and you'll miss it. <laughs> but like, okay, I, one of my favourite, call it manga, call it anime, I don't, I don't know what you, you know, it lies in, but one of my favourite things is Ninja Scroll, right? Yeah, classic. Anyone ever seen so Ninja good. Scroll? Yep. Yep. This is a great sort of yeah, right. same era okay. uh, storytelling. So, so at the start, there's, you know, the big, you know, feudal Japan, the uh, you know one side of the country is fighting the other side type thing, and so you know all of a sudden these mechs rise up, and that, they're the ones that are going to you know turn the tide. And there's ca- people that are picking up you know hordes of spears and throwing them. Just one person, you know, just like telekinesis, yeah. fighting these mechs and stuff. And so that's where it's like, wow, wow this is not just a normal thing. You know, the um the serpent girl from GI Joe movie. The, the the slither girl that uh, she she's right at the start of the film in that animated film. Oh, like she's what, half serpent? half snake and things. She mm. she does all that. She's got like shaved head and the ponytail. Mm. There's there's a girl in this that can transform into a wear, like a bear. Mm. So she looks super sexy and stuff. And then she just you know <laughs> she changes into a bear and her ass just goes from this perfect ass <laughs> to this massive bear ass. It's like oh, it's just not the. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but uh, like it's just you just never knew what was going to happen next because of these uh supernatural elements mm. and things and he's he's had his time he you know he's now a boatsman just trying to live his days in alcoholic and of course this uh young girl has uh powers and things and you know someone's trying to move her from a to b and through the the channel that he um you know rose on yeah and uh, there's a big fight and stuff, and so he's like takes he takes her under his wing, and uh, of course you know the journey. But I have to say, some of the supernatural things towards the end get a bit uh, you know too creative mm. for yeah. for the storyline to keep up with. So it, it it starts off really good and then sort of pitters you know struggles at the end yeah. to uh, keep keep someone like myself who was super hyped into it uh, interested towards the end, but. Highly recommend you what give it give it the first couple of episodes for sure because it is a real sensory uh, you know enjoyment uh, if if I say so myself. <laughs> cool. Well, I think yeah. from what I'm gathering, you're the only one of us who's seen it, yeah. so yeah. We'll, we'll take your word for it. Yeah, so I'm getting. I was very keen. I saw the trailer mm. and looked again like night. You know, samurai swords slicing through people, that sort of thing. So it looked. Mm. Probably right up your alley. Yeah, then. definitely. But I, I definitely wanted to check it out based on the trailer. Yeah, so I'd probably give this about 15 out of 19. So, okay. you know, oh. uh, I probably wouldn't watch it again, but it, it was... It's a solid kept, score. It, it's a good, it's a good show. And there are toys, believe it yes. or not. Ooh. Super 7 Super has seven. the license. They've got two options available. They've got three six-inch figures as well as three sort of super deformed vinyl figures uh, available. And um, they've got Yosomi, uh, I think he calls himself sometimes. Yeah, so that he's in each scale. And then there, there's different characters that jump from, uh, you know, the regular six-inch to the three-inch. So, you know, yeah. it'll be interesting to see if there's more waves to flesh out the um, the cast. I, I love these figures. Yeah, they look cool. They look great. They're vinyl, which is really super cool. And and I think because of that, they only have three points of articulation. Right. So neck and maybe arms. But they look like they're cell animation. And Brian was talking about the fact that they're doing these almost like in that Japanese style of how a Japanese toy would be manufactured. Yep. I thought that's a very clever nod because they mm. could have done these like ultimates, I guess. Yep. And they do look 
really nice. Yeah, very. They cool. look. They they remind me very much of when Netflix had the Shearer television show. Yep. That, and they put out Shearer and Catra. Mm-hmm. They look very much like that. Like very screen accurate, very mm. cartoony, yeah. almost yep. straight off the cell. Nice. Mm. All right. Very good. We'll wrap this. Uh, analysis of the current landscape of, of sort of superhero and action adventure TV shows. We're going to jump into our next segment. Show and tell. I think we need to contrast that intro with a bit of the sound from the toy Ben's about to talk about. <laughs> well, while Frank maybe cues that, because I think it's a nice juxtaposition of, of something. Now, Ben, you've got... If I didn't know better, I would say this is like a, a late 90s McFarlane. Yeah, yeah that's what I was yep. going to say. Yep. Like a late 90s McFarlane figure, but unbelievably, this is early 90s Playmates. This is 1994 Playmates Skeleton Warriors. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say? And for anyone listening, they those are the only lyrics in this. Oh, they said it twice. Yeah, it yeah. keeps going. That's it. Just repeat. <laughs> skeleton warriors. All day. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, so yeah, I have brought in one of the skeleton warriors, and I have brought in my personal favourite skeleton warrior. This is Aracula. So it's sort of a play on words is Dracula, but also an arachnid. Oh. I think that's so cool. And the reason he's an arachnid is he actually he's got six arms and two legs. So you know he's eight limbed. Uh, skeleton essentially he's got vac metal uh, gold you know he's got like sort of an armor chest piece he's got sort of wings like uh, the flash wood and each arm has a sort of uh, what do you call it? bracelets on on each of the arm gauntlet. gauntlet sorry yeah he comes with a few weapons he's got a spider I don't know a spider like you know thing that he walks around with he's got a shooting missile uh cat of nine tails type thing a oh. net thing and he also has a shield uh sort of technological shield uh he is just fantastic he's all skeleton mm-hmm. like uh, you know with his all his arms and things like that he's been uh you know conjured over from the dark and things like that and I just yeah he's just awesome he's sort of half man half beast uh, for lack of a better word and uh, just can't get enough of me he is just yeah the best coolest character in the line what and look out Shredder and Skeletor Ben has in um, (laughs) (laughs) character yeah but it's quite surprising to see the quality of that figure like it 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 doesn't look like a mass produced kind of children's toy that we might have seen no well it's in that realm of aliens and predator yeah. and mm. robocop and you know all those the amount of detail yeah. but the fact that it got a cartoon and it w- the cartoon did not shy away from uh you know the death and you know yeah. and the uh dark and you know obviously that intro uh leads you into a dark area so i just yeah i think so it's really so cool. nice if playmates could uh, re-release some of these. <laughs> well, they tried to, not Playmates, but uh, a Kickstarter company mm. tried to do, and they got Baron Dark uh, out, and that was yep. and a couple of generic skeleton warriors. But uh, that was about as far that as they got. As far as I could get, uh, yeah. yeah, never had any of these guys as a kid, but I 
did re- I do remember watching the TV show and just being like, "Whoa, I shouldn't be watching this." You know, it's just <laughs> it's just too. But again, that's where you know a big influence for my passion for horror and yeah. all that has come from. So it's a great uh, line. It's yeah. always been a great line. Yeah. I picked up like the whole line for 120 bucks locally. You did well, my uh, friend. Including the um the vehicles, like mm. the there's a horse and uh like a bike. So I was I, was, I remember you know, when you got them and I remember yeah. being so jealous. And like and, and but it was one of the first times I've ever, you know, picked up a whole line in one swoop. Yeah. So like it's like, oh, this is so cool. Play them for a few days and then it's like, well, that's done now. Yep. You know, it's like moving it's the, on. Yeah. So <laughs> I've, they're, they're yeah. excellent in your toy room. They no, they do. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I've got them near my supernaturals. Oh, you've put me in it. There's more bad guys than good it's like guys. About tenish. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There's only three good guys from memory. So and it's not unachievable. No, it's very achievable. It's not, and it's not. Yeah. From memory, last time I looked, it wasn't super expensive. No, mm. no, hundred percent. Yeah, fantastic uh, figure, and uh, he gets my vote tonight. Awesome. Very cool. All right, I brought in with me uh, this uh, show and tell. What we probably didn't say at the top of the show was this show and tell is meant to be uh, vintage inspired. Oh, um, I didn't get the memo. You didn't see that part. <laughs> oh, not judging from the figures you've got there, Trent. But that's okay. Trent can ignore that part. I have gone with a G1 Transformer, very much one of the lesser known lights from G1, and this is Quick Switch. Now, this is actually one I had as a kid. Uh, which is all the more impressive when you look at the uh, sticker condition and the just fact the, you've got both weapons. Both weapons. Yeah. I, like, and this is—it's one of those things where, because I had it as a kid, when I was on the cusp of going, ah, oh, what do I sell? What, and looking up values, I went, oh, this guy'd be what, like thirty bucks, maybe, you know, maybe fifty, because he's vintage. It's worth a damn sight more than that because this is very late run. This is. I want to say like eighty-seven or eighty-eight in terms of the year it come out. Because. Six shot came out first, yep. and then they were like, "Oh no, we need they a need an six changer to bot to go with him." That's to right, LA. So, yeah, exactly. So this is the uh, the Autobot version of the six changer. Look, suffers, I think, in that you can tell it's very uh, American-made as opposed to uh, <laughs> designed in Japan. And when you're doing six transformations... That's, that's right. You, you're going to be limited in articulation. <laughs> that, it's hard to hide that six <laughs> transformation. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so he, look, he's pretty goofy. When you look at his head, he's got these massive fins that hang off his head, and, and part of that is that the head swings around, and that becomes the handle for... Now, let me see if I can remember all the most. He can turn into a gun, uh, turns into a plane, a hovercraft, a a cat, like a jaguar type thing, and... Obviously, robot mode. Yeah. I think that counts as the sixth one. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so, look, he he can do some cool stuff. And as I said, because I've had it as as a kid, I never really appreciated it until I started really... uh, increasing my knowledge about the toys and, and looking up values and I just went oh like one, one of these guns will, will go for the $50 I was oh, wow. talking about for the whole thing yep. so the fact that I've got them both there all in the stickers and stuff uh, you know all ratchet joints as you can probably hear in the mics and stuff yeah just a uh, you know the people who know their Transformers they look at my stuff and they they see this and you know you see your Devastators and all the ones everyone knows and they go oh you've got Quick Switch like that's nice it's, it's a really deep cut for anyone who knows their Transformers. And yeah, he kind of sits quite... Um, he's pretty pretty robust as well because it is... You know, a lot of the G1 stuff can be quite fragile and, and small parts that can easily break. He's he's pretty unbreakable. Yeah, he's got sort of flip... Oh, tank. That's the other one. He can tank. turn into a tank. Because okay. he's got these things on the side that flip out into like tank tread type things. So yeah, quick switch. If you've got no idea what I'm talking about, look him up. He's a bit of a... 
uh, aqua red and, and white transformer is an Autobot and uh, yeah the only six changer the Autobots have ever had and probably ever will <laughs> yeah you know, they yeah. can design a massive Unicron the size of my son but six six modes they just go nah yeah, nah, we'll, so skip, we'll skip we'll, that yeah we've been there done that <laughs> I reckon triple change is about where you want to draw exactly. the line <laughs> but they I, I, I just on that I think six shot no offence Frank but I think six shot is very 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 cool figure oh yeah and they hid his uh, transformations quite nicely uh, but I think it's different designers making this Autobot one. Yep. Uh, that uh, that's where he sort of, you know, his his design came from, so to mm. speak. And it was, it, I think, it, this part of the line. It's like, well, quick, we need to get something out. Yeah, we need Let's, the the. And I think there's a yeah. few examples of that that were designed originally by the Japanese, and then they went, oh, we need an Autobots or Decept- you know, the other side uh, version of it. So, you know, Blaster and Soundwave, those yep. sorts of things. Yeah, so. and just like Blaster and Soundwave, we've got the opposite here. Qu- Quick Switch is uh, noticeably shorter than mm. uh, Six Shot. So, Much smaller. Yeah. Anyway, very cool toy. Yeah. Mm. I, I do not have him, never had him, and I always admire him in your collection Aww. because, uh, yeah. I've, you don't see him very no, often. No, you do not. No, that's for sure. Mm. Very cool. So I bought um, the Kenner Batgirl from the new Batman Adventures. She was in one of the, well, she's actually in a few of the Toys R Us four packs that um, they Toys R Us did back in the day. Trent probably remembers them as well. What year is that from? Um, do you reckon? I believe it's '97. Wow. Okay. Year the um, new Batman Adventures yeah. debuted that um, iteration of Batman the animated series. So. I have her weapon. I didn't bring it with me because I was a little bit worried I might just yep. lose what, it. What is uh, it, a Batarang? Or? Yeah, no, it's um, something else. Grapple gun? Yeah, no, neither of those. It is just a firing a, missile. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's basically a little gun with, with a missile that she has that is pretty cool. At least that's what she had in that pack. You know, to me, it's a cool figure. It's, it's that first time they put her out in those colours. I know Mattel and... And some of the others did other versions later, and and probably got a more screen accurate face. But it's just a it's just a cool rendition of a character that that didn't always get as much love in action figure form as she probably should have. And and it's the first version of it. So um, is it the first version? I feel I think like it is from the new Batman Adventures. It's I feel not... like there was a. Do you remember? I don't know if I get the name right here. Duo Force. Yeah, from the Adventures of Batman and Robin. Did that, that was, come after? That. No, that came first. Right, but that it was, was like a grey. But that was based on a different costume. Yes, yes, um, correct. Based okay. on the Batman the Animated Series slash the Adventures. Of Batman. Right, I've got you. This, this is the first is in the, the first black one of and that yellow new costume design. Yes, yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. So, yeah. and it is a repaint of that Duo Force Batgirl. I don't believe it is. I think that okay. was a different sculpt. Oh right, okay. Yeah. yeah, this is this is its own sculpt. So, how does she scale next to Kenner Superpowers Batman? Quite, quite well. But yep. Batgirl is naturally shorter than yes, Batman, yep. so quite well, I think. Not that there's anything wrong with being short, but you know. No, no, but, but, but you kind of like your, you like your figures to sort of yeah, yeah. match the screen accuracy, yeah, I uh, guess. Yeah. You know, taking the Vintage Turtles as an example with Shredder, you know, um, and and them not wanting him to be taller than the Turtles. But I think she scales um, brilliantly for that, that reason. Which version of Batgirl is it? I reckon it is the same sculpt. It does sculpt. look like it is yeah, the same sculpt. Oh. I reckon it is Duo Force. Controversy. Yeah. Uh, I reckon yes. I... I, I, I that, reckon you're right. Trent yeah. was right. Trent was right. 
Yeah, that's definitely duo force, eh, Frank? Yeah, oh, I've been. I've, yeah. That's Frank I've been and I have been sitting here. Uh, yeah, been like, yeah, it's <laughs> duo force. Yeah, yes. walked in. Oh, duo. Because yeah. I always remember like yeah. wanting to get Batgirl in my collection yep. and going. Oh, that doesn't really remind me of what she like the color scheme. No, no. The and, and that force. version you've got is like the to me the definitive yep. from that line. Just have another look at the face. I reckon it's maybe. Slightly different face. Slightly different nose. Like, Darren was right. <laughs> Darren was right. I don't know. <laughs> but the, the the body is definitely the same. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even down to like the hand position. Yeah. Like she looked like she's going to be riding because I think Duo Force was all about like a little mini transforming vehicle thing that they went with. Yeah. So yeah. She's it, even it was... got the like you know uh, motorcycle, motorcycle hand grip. Yes. <laughs> Action Masters. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. She she came in a few different four packs. There was one with Commissioner Gordon. Yes. Um, and it, she also came in one with Batman, Nightwing, and Robin. And she came in a few, and I believe she was in the Ladies of Gotham pack as well. Yeah, I reckon she got an updated sculpt in one of yeah. those as well. Same costume, yep. but a, a new sculpt. So. Yeah, I think you're right. I yeah. think the, the new face sculpt. And different screen different. accurate. Yeah. I apologize if I missed it at the start, but who is her secret identity? Which yeah. version Which, of that's Batgirl? Barbara Gordon? Barbara, Barbara Gordon, Gordon yeah. right. Okay, cool. Very cool. Pre, Very um, pre, you know. Oracle. And Kenner, and yeah. that was what, yeah. what drew me to bring this version in because some of the others had the Hasbro label. And, mm. you know, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Kenner. I yeah. Think, mm. You yeah. know, I've always loved Kenner, and I think also the fact that they're no longer around as a toy company, it's nice to, to pay your respect to, to something that had such a legacy in, in the 1980s and 1990s as far as action figures go. And mm. 70s, some people. And yeah, 70s, yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> Kenner goes way back. They, yeah. they go back long yeah. past Daddy's that. Saddle. Yep. <laughs> Daddy right. Saddle. Yeah. Trent Daddy Saddle. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeehaw, giddy up. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. All right, now, this this one, I'm sorry, guys, I've, I've told Dad. This is your vintage pick, this, is that this right? Is my vin- this wow. is Trent's vintage <laughs> selection. I, I may have, I may have uh, missed, missed the, the memo on this one. Uh, there's a funny story that has to go with this and apologies to uh, Frank and Ben that have already heard this but I got an email about a week ago it wasn't, a, it wasn't long ago and it was an email was from was it an email that said these are vintage toys but it was incorrect <laughs> no it wasn't it was an email from the four horsemen a store horsemen saying your order has now shipped and oh. I looked at that email and I thought I haven't ordered anything from the four horsemen I've got I had absolutely no... I swear, Leanne, I ordered nothing. No, no, no. I mean, this isn't even telling a story. This is in my heart of hearts going, I don't know what this is because I'd pretty much called my Mythic Legions done. I know I hadn't gotten into the the later wave stuff, the the pre-orders that have been going around for the last couple of years. Mm. And I I had no idea what was coming. And then uh, up on the Patreon page, John Caulfield did post a picture of these mythic legions figures that had arrived and he the horse wave so there's like a a regular horse a demon horse and these sort of this massive winged demon creature um which is there uh, you know for everyone to see on the back um and and i'm I'm like oh okay i reckon i maybe i did order something from that wave how long ago would you have placed that order i feel like this is two years two years like so, this is legitimate. No memory of doing it. <laughs> this is pre T stop Trent. This is just like all guns blazing. So I literally the the this thing is blackout Trent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too much to drink, Trent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the box box arrived, and this is like opening it up. What what have I ordered? What's That's in cool. here? Open it up, and 
I've ordered the full set, right? Like it's it's, it's not only like it doesn't sound like the old trend. It, it's so full set that they've thrown in. They've clearly thrown in extra things uh-huh. because I've ordered. You know, like order this and get these little. So yeah. I got like these wing accessory packs and feet accessory and hand accessory packs as well. But I, I thought I'd bring in. I brought in two of these today. Um, and I thought we could do a, a, an unboxing. Oh, uh, wow. Live, cool. live. Yeah. So the one, the first one I'm going to uh, open. you're forgiven for not being Vincent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Belfagor. It's the demon from that uh, move, that move, the red demon. Oh, what's his name? He's, um. What, Hellboy? No, no. Pre-Hellboy. Pre, I mean, pre-movie Hellboy. Uh, there's a de- he's in the, uh, he was done by McFarlane and things. Uh, I can't remember. It's the only cool thing about the, uh. Film anyway, forget that. Um, this is Belfagor. He's essentially a uh, like a, a demon skeleton. Uh, I thought I brought this one in for for Ben because he's got like a very kind of skeleton he skeletal looks awesome. face. Yeah. Um, now the cool thing about these, um, there he is out of the out of the box. He's got a little rubber band thing that I. There we go. They're all modular, right? So yeah. like all these parts are kind of interchangeable. This guy has got like hoof feet. You get like these little bags in there, and and like look at this. This weapon is so sharp; it's actually punctured the bag. <laughs> but what I love, I love these like uh, shoulder pad things that come with a lot of these characters that you then can like clip in, and and basically on the back of these figures there are various different holes to attach different things to. But there you go. Look, you can you can attach these shoulder pads, and I reckon that just gives it a fantastic look. So I'll yeah. pass. I'll he, pass him around. He looks like the Lord of Darkness. Mm. Oh, he does, doesn't yeah, he? From, yep. Le- yep. from uh, yes. Lord of Darkness, the legend. Yeah, yep. that's what I'm thinking. 100. Yeah. 100%. Um, so I'll pass him around. because oh, uh, He <laughs> looks... No. Oh, sorry, I've dropped something. Yeah, no, that's okay. So, <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, those, those shoulder pads sort of just clip yeah. on. But there's different, you know, different hands and different um, little belts and things that go with him. The other guy I've brought in is a guy, the good guy to kind of go with him is Magnus. Now, now I said to, I called it. Yeah, he is going to be Fisto in the upcoming uh, repaint. Yeah, yeah, PowerCon or whatever. The head, the head is very much a, uh, a a stalwart looking gentleman with a big mighty beard and and hair and and very much looks like Fisto. Oh. But what is he? Describing Trent, what does uh, what does a Magnus sort of look like? Magnus, he's wearing golden armor essentially, but yeah, looks a lot like Fisto. Golden armor, got like a sort of a loincloth which is red and black. But yeah, a knight, very knight-like character, and he's got uh, there's like they come with, I mean, like just tons oh. of accessories, and there's a little little bag that's generally inserted into these um, clamshells, and he's got like an alternate head, a helmeted head with a feather. He's got an axe. And all the all the other bits and bobs that come with him. So the cool thing about these alternate, you know, mask head versus uh, unmasked head is it changes the character completely. You know, you put you take a a shoulder pad off and you you know you mix it up with the axe weapon and it's a completely different you can character. Have the figure look yeah. like how you want yeah. it to look like in your head, you, not you could hundred percent. You could have the army the unhelmeted head. At the front, and then two helmeted ones behind him, as in guards, like you know, army build factor. Oh, it's so cool! Oh, and the gauntlets can turn individually yeah. to like uh, the actual arm. Did you oh. did you mention the uh, the demon guy had hooved uh, yes, legs? Yes, hooved legs, hooved feet. Wicked man, that yeah. is just. And the paint apps, 
have a bit of a play like with the articulation because that's crazy. The, these figures are just so well made for posing the, and they, this, they, they pop out like, like this is bits. what our customs are made out of yeah you know yeah. that you can, uh, john yes. john uh, so beautifully uh did for us can, so, yeah see look at the range of motion you can get yeah. on that on that hip joint that you can see, go fully side to side and it doesn't look like there's a massive gap in it because so of the way they've got yeah. the armor like yeah 100 uh, percent. really really well designed they do like there's a lot of part reuse on these yeah. on these figures um, which is very clever for a small manufacturer to get the economies of scale. Yeah. The four horsemen have been working on masters for a while, yeah. so they, yeah. they know they can. But what I'm yeah. trying to say is they can see the the you know opportunities yep. of re- parts reuse, absolutely, and just changing the head up, and bam, you know, they talk about you know the female buck 1.0 and 2.0 and things you know over time. Uh, I've got a shout out. I've got to shout out the uh, My Wife Is Gonna Kill Me Boys, the mm. uh, Legions cast. They interviewed the guys that were doing the game for the um, oh, yeah. the Mythic Legions uh, on their uh, Legions cast, their latest episode. And it sounds so cool. It's a it's a mobile platform game. It's going to be on the Xbox, the Playstations, yeah. and all, or downloading and things. It sounds really cool. And again, playing into the Mythic Legions thing is completely customizable. Yeah. So, you know, oh, wow. you go in, you ch- you pick your character and then bam, you know, you're, you're in the world and uh, it sounds phenomenal. So, very cool. Uh, really cool episode to check out. Yeah, very good. Well, sorry I missed the memo on the, on the vintage <laughs> figure, but you're I thought... You're forgiven. We got that, to play with figures. That, that's that fine. story, uh, I thought <laughs> it was just... One is over. It blew my mind because it's not very often that you completely forget you've ordered something. <laughs> And, um, and thank you for letting, for opening them up on on yeah, the show. That's awesome, man. Yeah. You know, I love these weapons. They're so unique. Like, how many times have you ever ever seen a sword like that? Or what? Yeah. Do, what do you even call that? Is it is it a sword or scimitar? Scimitar. Maybe, right. Yeah. It's so curved cool. kind of sword. But mm. Right. Um, and I like uh, you know, interesting paint apps on the head. They've kind of got this wash on that demon character. It's not just a flat red. It's no. It's kind of like a bit of ashen at the top. Yeah. It sort of fades into the, the glowing red of the, the face. It yeah. makes him look so demonic. Yeah. Like, Correct. so yep. demonic. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Is, like, <laughs> like skull slash demon face. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they're very cool. And there is a little note in here, a, a little piece of paper about joints getting stiff and maybe warming them up a little bit and that sort of thing. But just nice for the horseman to put in those little pointers because they are i haven't had any problems i've got about 50 of these guys at home well we live in australia where it's nice and warm i mean yeah, it, yeah. it's not right now but you know i can imagine places like uh you know greenland or whatever if they're mm. opening up and it's freezing cold outside uh you know these joints may it's enough to pose make a people, problem m- yeah. enough to make people's real joints freeze up, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right let alone uh, <laughs> Little minifigures. Yeah. Very good. Awesome. All right. Well, that will wrap this episode. Great to get some toys and play with them and see these. I love this this skeleton warrior, arachnoid or whatever he's called. He's got some, <laughs> some very, very cool accessories ahead of his a- time. Aracula. Aracula, that's yeah, right. A play yes. on... Uh, Dracula. Play on, play on Count Arac- Ducula. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fantastic. So, wonderful episode. Thanks for talking through those uh, shows as well. Good to get a bit of insight. What's next on my screening list? Thanks to all our Patreons for the, your support on the Discord and for everyone for tuning into another episode of Toy Power. Thank you very much. We hope to see you around the toy aisles. Stay well and stay safe. And until next time, good journey. Get to the chopper. Oh, yeah.
you can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast, at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram, or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.